According to Mass Live, it is draft quarterback at number three, sign a veteran free agent quarterback. So the discussion began with what kind of backup quarterback do you want? Meaning, do you want somebody to come in and just be good enough to continue to suck to get a really high pick in 2025? Or do you want a mid-level veteran free agent to come in where you're going to maybe try to win nine games? Because I don't think there really is room for a lot in between. What, okay, so what kind I will of start with this. do you want? I'll start with this because I know where you're going to end up going. <clears throat> I will not accept any scenario that involves Mac Jones staying in the building. So mid-level sucky quarterback, mm, yeah, uh, mid- which he would be that he would be considered. Now nah, he's not an old vet. So I don't want to call. I don't want to hear take any calls about guys saying here. Here's the reason why you should take Mac. That opportunity is over. They don't want him. He knows it. He's gonna go bye bye. So you'd rather pay eight million to Ryan Tannehill? Yes, I will. Oh. I will start with the whole parameter aspect that the Red Sox use. Hey, Drod Mail, congratulations, welcome to uh, welcome to the long line of coaches that have been here for the New England Patriots. Um, Elliot Wolf, you too. You guys should probably all come in the room. Hey, uh, before you guys hire anybody, um, the new the the new New England Patriots parameters, unlike and well similar to the Red Sox parameters, is Mac Jones cannot be part of it. So you can do anything you want. You can spend as much money as you want based on all the money that's available to us, Ooh. based on the new cap and everything like that. You want to burn some cash? Burn some cash. Ooh. Just don't burn it on Mac Jones. I want ninety million for Kirk Cousins, and we'll draft uh, him. Good. At I three. like that idea. I, I like would that idea. I, I would love that more. I really would. But I do think the drafting of a quarterback at number three requires this question to be answered first, because you've got to go get that veteran so-called veteran quarterback and that is are you going to play the kid right away or not because even from day one Gerard Mayo had no idea what his offense was going to be had no connections for offensive coaches had people like Nick and Kaylee Nick Kaylee turning down the OC job and they already haven't decided whether they are or aren't going to going to play this guy, the number three pick. The fact that it's even being rolled out there, floated, people are reporting that they're going to go with the veteran free agent quarterback sure as hell sounds like they're going to put the young kid on pause and not throw him right in the lineup. Um, I don't not necessarily. I don't know like what your philosophy would be if you were a new head coach in the NFL. Is it strictly I don't care? what school you went to, how much you accomplished, how many trophies you won in college, you're not ready, no matter how much you think you are, to be a quarterback in the league. I'm not doing it. I'd rather you sit. That's Here's, just that's my – because I think some coaches are like that. They don't care. They don't care at all. Even though the guy shows you that he's ready, personally outplays the veteran quarterback. But you know what? You're, you're risk-averse, so you'd rather go with the veteran who literally is just holding the spot. Well, what's really interesting is is that Bill Belichick put Mac Jones and Cam Newton through those paces in terms of 2021 and who was going to win the job. And Bill was one of those of, okay, he's a rookie, but you know what? He earned the job in, in preseason, and he can play. But they put him through paces. They put him through steps. There was a process that Mac had to go through with Bill and crew to earn that job. 
That's not happening here. Why do you think they will? They won't. They've already said they want to prior prioritize playing younger people, no, playing under, playing their draft picks. Right. However, it's hard to ruin a left tackle by playing them early, and it's easier to get them out of there. With the quarterback, obviously, ball in your hands, and you even mentioned it in hour one. Can't put him in and out of the lineup. So you got to be pot committed to, if we put him in and he sucks, we got to let him suck and drown out there. And here's the counter argument that no one ever brings up, okay? Why does it hurt to wait? It it, it Why does it hurt to let... Jaden Daniels or Drake May or whomever they end up landing on waiting. Let's look at a couple of examples of that, right? Carson Palmer, pretty good player, sat for a year, ended up having a pretty nice career. Um, Patrick Mahomes sat. Patrick Mahomes sat for a year. That's an extreme example <laughs> going the other way. Bryce, I almost said Bryce. Bryce no, I almost said Bryce Young. Jordan Love in Green oh. Bay sat for three years. And look how well that guy played this year. I don't know if there's been a quarterback in the NFL where they sat, played great, and what's the narrative? Oh, he should have played sooner? No, it's could have played sooner. But you're putting yourself in the best chance to have success. It's normally the, oh, you got to rush him in there. If you actually look at some of the people who were drafted high and waited, it's never really hurt them or kept anyone from being successful. I don't think you uh, – my philosophy philosophy would be um, I'm going to wait and see. I'm going to I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to make sure I have, you know, a safety net with a veteran, with a guy that I know can play, and maybe not at a high level, but he's good enough, and we can win some games with him, and he's solid, and he's disciplined. That's what – I would want solid and disciplined as a backup as opposed to fast, modern-day quarterback – all that stuff. I want somebody locked in, disciplined, and risk averse. Right? I'm always going to eat it and throw an interception. I'm, I'm going to eat it. I'm not going. I'm not going to try and make that big throw mm-hmm. because uh, you're telling me this is complimentary football. Our defense is pretty good, so throwing it out of bounds, where the young guy would just literally try to make a play that he shouldn't, knowing that it's too risky, but underestimating the speed of linebackers, DBs, how they bait you, how quickly they can close. You realize in a hurry how fast these NFL cornerbacks are, these safeties are, how bright they are, the, the, the good ones, right? Just the starters, how easily they can bait you into making a mistake. So you can take the chance throwing it over the middle in between two safeties against Vanderbilt, but if you do that against even the Jets, it's going the other way. And that's why yesterday we were talking to Kurt Warner. I was like, I mentioned the age thing because you got Michael Penix, you got Bo Nix. They're both old, like 24, 25 years old. They're playing against literally 18 and 19-year-olds. Mm-hmm. None of them can even drink legally. Some of them, maybe they're 20. Who knows? But they're still, you're much more mature. You've seen twice as much as they have. You've seen, you've just seen it. You're like, you're an adult. You should be in the real world, and you're still playing in college football because you had a COVID year, you transferred, you redshirted, and now you're starting and you're 25 years old throwing against some DB who's you know, just out of high school. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think those guys should dominate. But I would literally just play it by ear. If I recognize that he's ready ahead of schedule, 
I'm not holding him back. Well, and that's okay, but it still ties into the decision that you have to make on your veteran in free agency. And that's why that's why there has to be this discussion because I'm convinced that if if the Patriots win in 2024, a lot of it is by accident. I think they want to be bad again. They want to have a developmental year. It's going to be their guys that they're going to make decisions on. We went through the whole list of guys after the 24 season who are free agents on defense. There's a bunch of them. So on that side of the ball, you can almost wait a year, but you got to kind of lay the foundation for building offensively. But let's be perfectly clear about this. Unless the Patriots get incredibly lucky, they are going to and should suck next year to get the best pick for 2025 and then kind of go from there. Isn't C.J. Stroud the the ultimate best-case scenario? The ultimate best-case scenario is C.J. Stroud, Andrew Luck. How many, Andrew Luck didn't even make the playoff his first year. Peyton Manning didn't make this playoffs the first year. No. Um, uh, Josh Allen didn't make the playoffs. Tua Tagovailoa didn't make the playoffs. Mac Jones did. Mac Jones did. Oh. Mac Jones did. Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance. Because there's a lot of people talking about it. We even had a texter. How come you're not going with Fields and uh, Marvin Harrison Jr.? Listen, for whatever it's worth, and I know people don't like Mac, but the facts are there. Mac had more wins as a rookie than Fields has had in almost 40 starts. So stop. Just stop. Please. And that would somehow Fields can still be the guy everybody thought Max unsavable. Yeah, and I would say that's that's expected based on how it went so badly. It it literally just imploded. It, it burst into flames. Like that's what the issue was with Max. So I can easily understand how people would just naturally be like, "Whoo, this guy's fixed. This guy's more fixable than the other guy." Yeah, Even though the why, other guy is but, a proven is more is proven more. Uh, uh but what 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 are you saving with Fields other than what people hoped he could be four years ago? I don't think Fields, in order for Fields to be successful, I think that, first of all, I think it's a long shot. And the offense has to be so tailor-made for his strength, which, end, which ends which up limiting what? you, uh, yeah. which limits you what you can call because you don't want to pl- call this, you don't want to call that, he can't do this, he can't do that. So super strong defense. Make a couple plays. Use your legs when it matters. Because I would say, I mean, I look at like Patrick Mahomes and how slow he was in the combine. They, they keep showing his him running his 40 and they're putting linemen up there and he's getting mad and he's teasing. He's stopped putting up my 40. And he's one of the best runners in the NFL. He almost won the Super Bowl on his own by running RPO. He never gets sacked because he escapes, but he runs a four. He ran a 4-8 at the combine. What makes sense of that? No, it's good. It's so the best scrambler in the NFL as a quarterback is literally the slowest of the bunch. Mm-hmm. You're right. Hence, it makes no sense. Hence football and why it's so fun.